Hello and welcome to Smart Talks, a podcast for learners who are keen on English and also are keen to advance and learn new things about this incredible language. I'm Fabio and today we're going to talk about course books. So let's get started. So this week we are talking about an article by Peter Clemens, The Benefits of Using an ELT Course Book. And he's basically trying to reply to some uh, criticism that people make about course books. And I think one of the most common thing we hear, and it comes generally from native speakers, is that course books don't teach authentic English. I have seen many uh, English courses ads, you know, that say learn the English that is not in the books, right? Uh, and then that's an interesting point, first of all, like because often when people say that it's it sounds like uh, um, uh, books, course books are not made by native speakers or people who actually know Uh, what English is, right? And it turns out course books are made by highly competent uh, academic teams and uh, uh, educational organizations, right? Like Oxford and Cambridge, right? And uh, there is a lot of research into developing, you know, uh, a course, right? There is plenty of input from multiple, you know, uh, sources and stakeholders, So it's really hard to to accept that as true, you know, because uh, of course, like uh, course books will not have everything about a language, right? And this is one of the reasons why I think it can be a good choice, especially for students getting started with their journey in the uh, learning process of English, right? Because course books... Um, prioritize essential vocabulary, essential skills for this uh, first steps, you know, towards uh, fluency, right? So, um, and and that's not true that they, this is not the English that you would like uh, see in the country when you visit uh, English-speaking country, right? Um, maybe there are some specific words or slangs, you know, that they that uh, won't be taught in the book, right? But these are exceptions, right? And another common uh, criticism on course books is that there is too much focus on explicit knowledge which basically means that that these books generally focus too much on theory so you have to learn rules learn you know how some types of sentences are formed and etc instead of focusing on practicing the language you know like speaking using new words and expressions you know and well uh first of all i think This is not true about all books. There are lots of good alternatives out there. I would mention Language Leader and Keynote. Keynote is fantastic. It's based on TED Talks and uh, uh, you can practice everything from vocabulary to uh, presentation skills with that book. And it's just an amazing book. But I think it depends more on how the book is used 
than on how the book is made. Of course, if the book is uh, entirely focused on explicit knowledge, and probably there are some books like that out there, right? Because there are not only good course books in the market, that are good ones and bad ones. And then, of course, it's up to the teacher and to learners to make uh, informed decisions and choose like good ones, right? But um, if you know how to use a, a book um, in a more dynamic way, even if the book is not super dynamic, you know, I think you can make a, a good use of that, right? I, 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 I used to work a lot with the Market Leader series by uh, Longman. And that's, you know, like a, a, a heavy uh, book, right? It's like, um, it's super interesting for students who are uh, focusing on uh, business English, but it can be, you know, hard to, to get through sometimes. So it's up to the teacher and to the learners to find ways to, you know, uh, diversify the approaches and try to use the book in a more dynamic way. And of course, like the book is just part of the program, right? So, okay, maybe you will have part of the class with a course book and another part without the course book. And I think that's probably, you know, the best way of, of finding the balance, you know, between course book versus no course book, right? Uh, this leads us to another important question. Okay, so course books are actually good. Okay, good good course books are actually good, right? Of course. But are course books always necessary? You know, like uh, uh, if you were trying to choose where to study English, should you uh, look at whether the place or the teacher adopts a course book in order to uh, decide uh, whether this is a good a good place to have classes or not. Well, actually, I don't think you should do that because uh, whether you work with course books or not doesn't really say much about the quality of your classes, right? I think course books are suitable in many uh, situations, right? There are other situations that course books can be combined with other types of materials, which is generally, I think, the best uh, alternative to go for. But sometimes maybe course books are not necessarily, um, uh, and, and you can have a course, for example, entirely based on uh, authentic materials and some support materials, you know, some maybe a grammar book or something like that, right? Or maybe a book specializing in a specific area, such as medical English or legal English, right? So I think you really have to look uh, at what the, the, the students' uh, expectations and needs are, what the, the context is. For example, for self-study, uh, uh, course books are great, right? Because it's sometimes hard for students to navigate all the contents that there is available about English on the internet, for example. So a course book might help students who would like to study on their own, even if they're having classes, but if they are setting some time aside uh, during the, their free time to practice some English, a course book could help them 
because you will have a more well-structured uh, process and activities and an approach to the language, right? And um, I think in classes, as I said, well, there are many cases where uh, using a course book would be the right choice for your classes, right? And uh, as I mentioned, when we you were dealing with specialized uh, topics like medical or legal English, but also depending on your profile, some students feel more comfortable working with a course book because they have more control about the course program. And also by adopting a course book, they are able to um, deal with the content more autonomously. They don't need to wait for the teacher to provide them with material. They can actually explore the book and, and maybe advance uh, some units and, and check it out, you know. So uh, course books can actually like be a great asset for classes, right? So next time you hear someone say that they teach the English that is not in course books, this is, you know, uh, just a marketing uh, catchy phrase. Doesn't really mean much. Don't worry so much about that. What you really have to focus on is making sure people who are working with the course book know what they're doing are well-trained, are experienced, you know, and can also provide you with additional types of materials, such as authentic materials, so you have great classes. So, if you would like to learn a little bit more about how we at Laxis help our students devise course programs that meet their needs, and expectations, whether with uh, a course book or without a course book, right? Uh, please drop us a message. We would be glad to talk to you and help you in this learning journey, right? We are really pleased to uh, work with our students to see them thrive and reach their goals, right? So that's it. I hope you have enjoyed today's episode. Uh, and I'll see you next time. Take care. Bye-bye.